This is the Quadrants of Mental Health Podcast with Dr. AJ. All right, welcome back to Quadrants of Mental Health. Uh, today's topic is uh, self-care and conscious, being conscious of yourself, conscious parenting, conscious relationships, okay? But we want you to hit that like button. We want you to subscribe um, and donate, okay? Um, if you've seen the other two segments, great. If this is your first one, great. But we've been talking about self-care. Self-care, for those who may be just joining. And I like to repeat myself often. Why? Because you... You hear it, you hear it, you hear it. Hopefully it'll sink in, okay? Mind, body, spirit, and finances. Take care of you. Your number one job as a mother or as a father is to take care of their mother, to take care of their father, okay? That's your number one job, to love you like you. It's difficult, if not impossible, for you to give someone, even your children, that you don't have. If you don't have a million dollars, you can't give a million dollars. If you don't have $10, you can't give $10. If you don't love you, then it's difficult for you to what? Love your children, if not impossible. So you got to love and like you, take care of you, and then you can teach your children the proper values and standards. And we want to become conscious of this. Okay, we need to bring it to the consciousness because we unconsciously do the minimum. We unconsciously do what we think is right, but providing and protecting your children is the beginning. Okay, now, like I said before, Christian, Christian values. Um, I always tell men in my Bible study group that I do, I said, as a husband, you have a five-fold ministry in the home. Okay, and that is to provide, protect, teach, instruct, and cultivate. A lot of men want to provide or protect. Did you hear what I said? A lot of men want to provide or protect. But we provide, we protect, we teach, instruct, and cultivate. Cultivate the relationships in the home by teaching the values and standards. Okay? Let me ask you a question that you've probably never been asked, answered, asked before. What are your core values? What are the things that you believe in, that you hold sacred and dear, that you may or may not have shared with other people, especially the ones who love and care about you? This is what most people do. We hold up this imaginary piece of paper with our core values on it. And we go around and we judge people, we judge situations based on our core values, but we never did this before. This is what I believe. This is my core values. This And this is why I believe that these are important. And some people have core values that serve their needs, but they don't want to be held to that same standard. Isn't that interesting? But wouldn't you want to know about that ahead of time? What are your core values? What are the things that you believe? Some people think, oh, I, I need people to be honest and trustworthy. I need to be able to trust you. Some people value uh, work ethic or integrity. You need to know what the core values are of yourself, of your spouse. And then we have to do what? Teach our children core values. Otherwise, what's going to happen? They're going to develop their own. And it may not be yours. So now, can you imagine a household 
how dysfunctional it will be if you have five people in the house and they all five have different core values. How dysfunctional, or do you think that will function well? No. Example. I say to my children, to my wife, I love you. Hey, all right, talk to you later. I love you. Hey, come in. I love you. Right? If I haven't shared with them what my core values are and what they mean and why I feel this way, guess what? They're going to interpret it through their life experience. Maybe my wife would say, my dad used to say I love you, but then he would go and cheat on my mom. So her core values may not be the same as yours. You know, example, getting personal. My wife said, don't ever bring me any red roses. Because she said, my ex would bring me red roses every time he cheated. Core value. See, we need to ask questions to find out what their core values are so that we can also learn ours and teach our children. Remember, when I say teach, it's define it, give examples, model, catch them doing it, and praise. That is the process. That is the steps. Most people say, do as I do, do as I say, not as I do. That's not a healthy core value. Most people say, well, you, you should have just watched me. You're modeling. That's not, that's not, that's not the end all be all. You know what my son Trey said to me? I always talk about him. He always say, I owe him money, but I'm never going to pay him because, oh, he's a whole nother story. But anyway, Trey would say, well, daddy, that's you. I don't want to do it that way. Wow. From the age of 12, he didn't care that I was modeling. So I had to slow down and have the conversation to find the word, give examples, model, catch them doing it and praise to reinforce the learning, okay? Because my job is to teach. Now, some parents want to know, well, how long you got to teach? You teach until. But I promise you, if you don't teach, you're still teaching. So I want to be a conscious teacher, a proactive teacher versus reactive. That's just me, okay? So you want to teach until they do it without prompting, or they do it unconsciously. See, when it becomes an unconsciousness to them, then you know that it's, it's in them, okay? And believe it or not, it don't take forever. You want to tell, we want to tell you what's hard when you don't know the core values of the family members and you're not teaching. That's hard. When you're not consciously teaching, that's hard. That's when you have a lot of problems in the home. That's when children become problematic because we have our core values. And when we have our core values, it will do what? Especially if we don't share those core values, it will cause confusion in the home. Because a teenager, 15, 16 years old, trust me, they have a mind of their own. And that don't mean that they share the likelihood of sharing your mindset may be different. I heard my daughter say one time, she said, my daddy wouldn't want me to do that. Core values. We have to teach them. So what are your core values and what messages are we sending our children?
Here's one. I got this from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I always like to give credit to when, I, when credit is due, where I get my information from, because this is powerful. Okay? And one of the habits says, begin with the end in mind. To me, I took that, you're at your funeral. This is what he said. You're at your funeral. You can't talk. You can't preach. You can't teach. You can't do nothing. What do you want your children to say about you? Do you want them to express their core values, your core values, family values? Do you want them to show up? What do you want your children? What do you want your grandchildren to say about you? Mom, dad, guess who get to determine what they say about you? You. By how you treat them today. What are you teaching them today? See, when you grow up without a father, you have no map. But if you have a parent, you observing them because from the day you were born, you push record. So I have to be conscious of what am I teaching my children about me and about others? Am I teaching them to value relationship with family and friends or am I teaching them to be shy and stay away from people and don't trust anybody. What's the lesson? Okay? Because at your funeral, you can't edit them. You can't. And if you can't edit them, guess what? You have no control over what comes out of their mouth. Would you want them to show up? Or sometimes they'll say, I don't care. I, I this, this is not a joke. Literally, I was um, talking with a co-worker about this. This has been about 30 years ago. His name was Alvin. He was so funny. He said, I want on my tombstone the day he was born, the day he died, and he wants this quote, ask your mama. He said, that's what he wants because he said she fights me every, every step of the way. He just said, put on the tombstone, ask your mama. So if you want to know daddy why, ask your mama. You know, I thought that was so funny. But the reality, he was serious. Ask your mama. But it goes back to what? Core values. What are you teaching your children and what relationship you have with them? Because my thing is this. If you do what you need to do for your child and the other parents not doing those things, if you're conscious with your child and the other parents not, guess what? It just means to me you're going to have a better relationship. You know? You're going to have a better relationship. But you have to become a conscious teacher. You have to become conscious of self-care. Become conscious that I need to put that oxygen mask on myself. Otherwise, relationships are going to be problematic. And we are teaching that unconsciously to our children by what we say and what we do, okay? So when you think about it, the, the body and the brain and how it all works together, most people don't know. We need to teach. We need to get good at teaching our children how their body works, how their brain works. Stages of development, mild, developmental milestones, 
this happens at this age, and when you get this age, these things usually happen. Most parents don't know this. The human brain stops growing at the age of 21, sometimes 23, 25, when there's drugs and alcohol or traumatic stress that's been in, um, developmentally, it could, it could delay that process. Alcohol and drugs could delay that process. And that don't mean just street drugs. It could be pharmaceutical drugs could delay that process. But if you have a brain that's normal, normal development and growing, guess what? 21. And the last part of the brain to grow and develop gives you, check this out, the ability to predict consequences for your behaviors. That's the last part of the brain to fully grow. That comes from here, that social emotional part of the brain. The ability to predict consequences. <coughs> I felt it coming. That's the last part of the brain to grow. Now, what do we want a two-year-old to have, a three-year-old to have, a five-year-old? Don't touch that. It's hot. Be careful. Don't run. Walk. Don't go to the corner. Whatever all these things are that we have, that's the last part of the brain to fully develop. That's why children need parents. We need to model for them. We need to teach them values and standards. And we teach by repetition. Children learn through play and repetition. And they will learn faster when it has emotional impact. When we teach lessons that have emotional impact, it affects the body and brain. It will actually get encoded in their DNA. When we can define love, relationships, integrity, honor, respect, accountability. But you know what most parents want to talk about with a child? Respect, respect, respect. And we fail to realize what that word means themselves. I've asked kids, what does the word respect mean? And one of the best definitions I found was to hold in high regard. That's what it means, to hold in high regard. So do you hold your mother or your father in high regard? Most, most kids don't. How about the general and the sergeant and the private? See, they don't have to like each other, but they have to hold each other in high regard. He has those bars. He's the general. So he needs to be what? Respected for that position that he's in. And, and that's positional leadership. Some people stay at that level. Uh, John Maxwell wrote a book about five levels of leadership. I highly, highly recommend that as well because that'll help you in your parenting. What type of leader are you in the home? Are you a positional leader? We do it because you say do it. As soon as you turn your back, I'm going to do what I want to do or not do anything at all. That's one of the lowest levels of leadership. Easy. They don't have to like you. But that's why it's important for us to what grow, to learn, and to become. So when we focus on self-care, when we think about self-care, remember, put that oxygen mask on you. Help yourself first. Learn as much as you can so that you can teach your children. Here's a question I always ask parents. And I ask parents this question. Who wins when you grow? Who's the benefactor of you learning 
to take care of you, your mind, your body, your spirit, and your finances? The answer is everyone. Everyone wins when you grow. And when you don't grow, everyone loses. Okay? Hurt people, hurt people. Heal people, heal people. I want that on a t-shirt. Heal people, heal people. Because that's one thing that most people don't get and we don't understand and we don't think about. We got to go through that process and we got to work on our mind, our body, our spirit, and our finances in order to get there. Okay? So, if you like what you hear, this is Quadrants of Mental Health. Please hit the like button and subscribe.